This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 25th of May. Flux fam, some somber news today. Netflix has officially begun its password crackdown for Australians. Gone are the days when Netflix tweeted, love is sharing a password. (laughs) Now, Netflix wants to be a money-making machine, or even more of a money-making machine, and it's creating major rifts in families. It's my Netflix. No, it's my Netflix. (laughs) Brett, remember a few weeks ago when we discussed West Farmers taking over Laser Clinic Silk Laser? I do. It was pretty much a done deal. But now, a Hong Kong-based investor has lobbed a higher bid. No way. And Silk reckons the new offer is superior. Your move, Wezzies. Wow, three surprising stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, Webjet has made a major comeback from the pandemic with a $150 million profit turnaround wow. over the past 12 months. Yesterday it was Qantas, today it's Webjet. Travel is back. Mm-hmm. So tell me more. All right, so Webjet is one of the big players in the online travel industry. It was established back in 1998 and is listed on the ASX. Now, Jazzy Boy, here's where it gets interesting because most people know Webjet for its consumer division. You look for a flight, Webjet scans the market and gives you a range of options. But it's a dual-winged operation. On the one side, it's got the consumer division, but it also has its wholesale division named Webbeds. And Webbeds does? It basically acts as a room inventory conduit between hotels and customers like tour operators. And Brett, overall, Webjet Webjet saw their bookings rise over 115% in this financial year. And full-year revenue was 89% of what Webjet achieved in calendar year 2019. Sounds pretty good. So what is the key learning here? Market downturns can be a springboard for future growth. Webjet's Webbeds business division underwent a major transformation during the pandemic. During the downtime of the pandemic, Webjet was streamlining its technology platform. As well as taking a step back and finding ways to service markets that it hadn't considered in the past. And now, Webbeds is 22% ahead of its pre-COVID Ooh. levels. But the best part, Brett? Webjet CEO is so confident of the business that he's taken a line from Sia's song Impossible. Like a Porsche with no brake, Webjet is <laughs> unstoppable. Except, Fluxam, Sia did not mention Webjet <laughs> in her song. For our second story, Meta has sold its GIF platform Giphy to a stock photography Ooh. company and copped an 85% loss on the sale in the meantime. Talk about a fire sale, B-Man. Every GIF must go. So what is happening here? Now, Jazzy Boy, while GIFs were originally created back in 1985, mm-hmm. they really began to take off in the mid-2000s. We're talking Tumblr and early Reddit days when GIFs became a new form of communication. Excited? Cue a GIF of Dwight and Michael Scott raising their hands <laughs> from the office. Trying to hide from a situation? Cue GIF of Homer Simpson walking backwards into the hedges. Watching drama unfold? Cue GIF of Michael Jackson eating popcorn. And Brett, Giphy, which launched in 2013, is one of the largest GIF sites on the internet. Now, you may remember that Meta acquired Giphy for around 400 mm-hmm. million US dollars in March 2020. And Giphy's now grown to over 1.7 billion daily users and over 15 billion daily media impressions. But now, Meta has sold Giphy for just 53 wow. mil to Shutterstock, the stock photo company. Talk about a haircut on its previous valuation. The reason? Well, the UK's competition regulator ordered Meta to unwind the deal. They argued that the acquisition of Giphy increased Meta's market power because they could block rivals from accessing GIFs. Interesting. So what is the key learning here? An asset's value may not lie solely in its direct commercial potential. Jazzy Boy, by all measures, Giphy wasn't a particularly strong business by itself. But its value for Meta was its ability to enhance user engagement and make their platforms more sticky. Giphy's GIFs were available across Facebook, Mm -hmm. across Instagram, and believe it or not, even on WhatsApp. Yep. And given the low, low price that Shutterstock was able to acquire Giphy for, it really highlights the limited value of the business by itself. 
sell. But given Meta has been forced to mm-hmm. sell it, there aren't many other companies that would look at Giphy in the same way. And that's why Meta received 85% less than what it paid for. For our third and final story, Universal Store share prices have sunk despite record high sales after it warned that their customers are spending less. Uh, poor Universal. It's like bringing home an A, but mum and dad saying that is not good enough. <laughs> so what is the story here? Well, Jazzy Boy, Universal Store is an Aussie youth fashion retailer that sells tons of popular brands. Think Champion, Nike, Nordica, Patagucci, and heaps more. Now, they've got over 75 stores across Australia yep. and mainly target customers aged between 16 and 35. But now, Brett, Universal Store's shares have dropped by more than 25%. Seems a bit uh, radical. What went wrong? Well, first things first. Universal recorded their highest ever annual sales. That seems pretty good. But they warned that over March and April this year, they noticed their young customer base spending less on items mm. as cost of living starts to hike. Hearing that, investors got kind of spooked mm. and they dumped the stock and ran. So what is the key learning here? Investor sentiment can be heavily influenced by future prospects. You see, Brett, investors react to company news today based on what they expect from a company's future. When Universal Store said, hey, so consumer spending is starting to slow down here. Investors heard, this company's going downhill. Now, this isn't necessarily true, mm-hmm. but with tightening economic conditions across the country, yep. it's much easier to get spooked by news like this. And Brett, even though Universal Store hit record sales, that just wasn't enough to keep investors keen. Fluxam, it's coming up to the end of the month, and if you haven't checked your credit score, this month now is the perfect time. It's a marvellous time to check your credit score. I wonder if it's gone up. Has it gone down? What is impacting this score of mine? So head to the Flux app and check out your credit score for the month of May. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.